The Chicago White Sox made it fun this past weekend. They capped off their first sweep of the season with a 5-2 win over the Kansas City Royals on Sunday. Sox are still 10 games under 500, but 5-1 during this 13-game stretch against the AL Central. Bullpen has looked unhittable lately, and the starting pitching has been on a different level. The division truly might be anybody's for the taking. White Sox look to continue their winning ways against the Cleveland Guardians on Monday. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome back to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, uh, your team every day. The Chicago White Sox take on the Cleveland Guardians on Monday. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. How about it? Our Chicago White Sox, they are 19 and 29. Okay, they're they're 10 games under 500 still. Uh, but hey, five and one during this 13 game stretch against the AL Central. White Sox beat the Kansas City Royals on Sunday, 5-2, first sweep of the season. Uh, now, let's go to Saturday's game here, because that was a fun game. Uh, great weather uh, on the south side for most of the weekend. Uh, after Saturday's uh, big win against the Royals, this is what Yohan Mankata said. Uh, when you're winning, Everything feels good. I don't think anybody likes losing. Uh, we're playing good, and you can feel the unity in the team right now. And we're having fun. And I and I think that is such a critical uh, point of it. You know, the players are having fun. Fans, I don't know about you, but I felt it. This was a fun weekend uh, of baseball. Uh, and obviously, sweeping the Royals has a lot to do with that. Uh, Yohan Mankata lately, though, uh, last seven games, slashing 304, uh, 385, 348, uh, zero home runs, uh, but four RBIs. He had a, a couple key hits uh, in this series against the Royals. And he talked about uh, also recently, he's not even thinking about his back issue. Uh, it doesn't seem to be a, a problem at all playing a third base, solid third base. So again, hopefully that continues. Uh, I like hearing that though. I, I like hearing that, you know, having some fun, the unity is there. Uh, this was uh, definitely a fun series against the Royals. Uh, Kopech on Friday, uh, we're going to get into the details uh, later in this episode, but that was what I was looking for. We were all looking for that. Now, I don't think that's sustainable. He had his A++ stuff. Uh, on Friday. And it's very rare uh, where a pitcher is going to have that kind of stuff day in, uh, day out. Uh, but I think he can take a lot from that outing. 
I mean, the control was there and, and he, I hopefully has had some great conversations with Ethan Katz and, uh, you know, others on the staff and, and watch some video of what was going so right. Uh, because it's all about repeatable motion. We know he's got the stuff, uh, but can he keep it under control? It, it was just a brilliant outing on Friday and that, and that set the tone. Uh, you had the track jackets uh, on Saturday, plus Jake Berger and Giolito. Nice outing from him. Now, Sunday, you know, I, I was concerned about that lineup. Uh, it was definitely a Sunday kind of lineup for the series finale and wanted the sweep. Was not happy with just another uh, series win. We, we've got to sweep some of these teams here. This is such a critical stretch. So I was a little concerned about that lineup, uh, but solid outing. Uh, from Lance Lynn uh, after just some early hiccups uh, with the home run ball, Luis Robert Jr. Uh, with a home run, an off-season hype hero, Romy Gonzalez. Remember all that from the off-season? You know, this guy's having just one heck of an off-season. Uh, Hans hearing from people like, don't trade this guy. He's been he's so impressive. And it's good to see him uh, doing some stuff this uh, past uh Past series with the Royals, he had a big triple uh, on Sunday. Just beautiful weather again on the south side. So uh, where's T.A.? What's been going on with this guy? Uh, he's been playing, but hasn't really been producing. Uh, he did not start in the game on Sunday, but came in. I'm sorry to laugh here. He came in after Hanser Alberto had to leave the game after injuring uh, himself, calling himself safe uh, after a bunt he tried to leg out. Uh, it, that was just weird and wild stuff from Alberto. Uh, so the last 15 games from Tim Anderson, slashing 213, 238, 213, zero home runs. I mean, zero home runs in the season. Uh, just one RBI and 12 strikeouts. I mean, his swing looks different. Something is going on with him. Uh, Andrew Vaughn also had the day off, uh, and he's been pretty sluggish. Last 15 games, slashing 200, uh, 234, 383, a couple home runs, 11 RBIs, a pair of walks, and 12 strikeouts. And look, uh, maybe this is just me. I mean, I'm, I'm not worried about Andrew Vaughn. I, I know there are a lot of folks that are worried about him and uh, going doing some deep dives in the numbers. I get it. I am not worried about Andrew Vaughn. Most of my worrying uh, with this team has been dedicated uh, to the starting pitching, of course, and bullpen, which has had it's just been outstanding as of late. I mean, the Sox bullpen in this uh, past series against the Royals, seven innings, one hit, zero runs, two walks, eight strikeouts, and Joe Kelly has been dominant. I mean, just filthy stuff, uh, unhittable. So heading into Sunday's game, how about the starters? Starters last nine games, 2.57 ERA, over 56 innings. Opponents hitting 201, uh, only allowed three home runs uh, and 47 strikeouts. Well, Lance Lynn, you know, aside from that big home run, which has been happening with Lance Lynn, it happened to Gio earlier in the game. I was really happy that the Sox were able to overcome that because Lynn pitched pretty well. I mean, six innings, four hits, a couple earned runs, two walks, six strikeouts, uh, and again, that one home run. His ERA uh, still a, a bit beefy, uh, 6.28. He threw 100 pitches, but I thought it was a, a good outing from Lynn. 
uh, prior to uh, Sunday's series finale against the Royals, the White Sox placed right-handed pitcher Mike Clevenger on the 15-day IL uh, retroactive to May 18th with right wrist inflammation. Uh, the White Sox will make a corresponding move prior uh, to Monday's game against Cleveland. Uh, could that be Jesse Schulten's? Uh, we'll talk a little later in this episode. Again, remember, Davis Martin had that Tommy John surgery recently. Uh, Clint Frazier joined the White Sox on Sunday. Frazier uh, slashing 375, 478, 839 with seven home runs in 16 games at AAA Charlotte. Uh, Jake Marisnik was desica- designated for assignment. So it had a typical Sunday lineup feel. I mean, T.A. and Vaughn were not in the starting lineup. Uh, Frazier and Romy were in there. Berger hit second. Uh, but, hey, Romy stepped up. The Sox manufactured some runs, and Luis Robert Jr. brought the home run back that was missing uh, for a few games. Sox offense, five runs, nine hits, two extra base hits, uh, Romy with that triple and the Robert home run. Ben Attendi with a two-out RBI. Uh, Sox were two for six with runners in scoring position. Uh, it sounds like uh, Hanser Alberto might avoid the IL after injuring himself, making a safe sign, trying to beat out a bunt. I don't think I have ever seen this, but there's a lot of stuff that I've just never seen with this White Sox team over the last few seasons. Um, Again, he was trying to beat out a bunt, went ahead and made the safe sign, and it was such an elaborate safe sign that something happened to his shoulder or arm. Uh, We'll see. And Now, I I wouldn't mind uh, seeing Sosa brought up. I I don't think he's the answer, but look, if Alberto can't go and and is hurt, uh, don't let him clog up a roster spot. Uh, This was Pedro Grafol on Tim Anderson, not in the starting lineup on Sunday. He's getting a day off because we feel his body needs to recover. Uh, He's played a lot of games in a row. We don't necessarily take players of his caliber out because they're scuffling. Uh, That's not what we do. Uh, We give players a day off because their body needs it. Uh, They need to recover. That's where we're at. So we'll see what happens uh, on Monday. Hey, it was a great win on Saturday with a fun giveaway and uh, outstanding weather. Michael Kopech's brilliant outing on Friday set the tone for a winning weekend. Uh, More on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. Uh, So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors uh, with eBay Guaranteed Fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right uh, the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items apply. Exclusions apply. 
The White Sox visit the Cleveland Guardians on Monday. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Uh, Sox took care of business on Saturday, beat the Royals in that game two, five to one. Uh, Giolito, six innings, six hits, only one earned run, uh, one walk, four strikeouts, one home run. That was that first inning home run, which has been a bit of a calling card for Giolito, but he overcame that. His ERA now 3.62. He threw 89 pitches. Uh, we're still well under 500. Uh, we've got a lot of work to do, Giolito said uh, after the game. In this division, I think that if we keep playing the way we're playing, we'll be in a good spot. I threw only uh, 89 pitches today, but the way our bullpen's been going, you had you hand the torch right to them, Giolito said. They've been absolutely locked down, coming in, firing strikes, striking dudes out. And I think he was right on all accounts. I think this division is winnable if you don't bury yourself completely. Uh, the Sox have definitely dug themselves a hole, uh, but this critical 13-game stretch you know, keep taking care of business one game at a time. I mean, you're, you're looking how Detroit, you know, they probably are looking at themselves like, wow, we're, we're like three, four games back in the division here. How, how did that happen? This was not the way this was supposed to go. Uh, it's anybody's division right now. And nobody has buried the Sox. Uh, they're going to keep keep fighting, hopefully. And I think Giolito's right on that. He's also right on the bullpen. Uh, on Saturday, you had Crochet. Lopez, Kelly Graveman, three innings, only one hit, zero earned runs, a walk, and four strikeouts. Uh, this was after Saturday's outing, and, and Joe Kelly was in that. He had a clean Sunday as well. But after Saturday, Joe Kelly's last outings, eight and two-thirds, one hit, zero runs, zero walks, 13 strikeouts. Uh, he had at least one strikeout in all 12 appearances this season. Completely different pitcher. Sacks offense on Saturday, five runs, six hits, uh, two extra base hits, both doubles. No home runs for the third game. Uh, Luis Robert Jr. snapped that on Sunday. Sacks were two for five with runners in scoring position uh, on Saturday. This was prior to Saturday now. Uh, Griffol on Berger possibly working in the outfield. I actually thought about that yesterday or the day before. We've talked a little about it. We're not there yet. Those are discussions you really have to put some minds together and see what's best, not just for us, uh, but for him. Uh, Berger on Saturday, uh, he came up with bases loaded. Nice piece of hitting. What he did with that pitch, I mean, low in a way, a shot it to uh the uh, right center gap, two for three on the day with that bases clearing double in the sixth. So going back to that outfield uh, situation, I mean, I mean that's where the Sox are right now. They've got to make some really tough, bizarre decisions almost uh, when Aloy comes back, and hopefully he comes back. And when he does, he's he's a hundred percent. But between Sheets and Berger and Aloy. You know, what are you going to do? Uh, how are you going to get guys consistent at bats? Because I really think that's the way some of these guys stay hot. You know, Berger has been getting consistent playing time. It'll be interesting to see what he does on the road 
away from that eye pitch unless they've been taking it on the road with them now. Uh, but that's how you get that momentum continually going. It's just getting consistent at bats. It's simple as that. Uh, and if you're, you know, if there's this log jam and, and some guys are just staying cold on the bench, I don't know if they're going to be able to get into a rhythm. So again, conversations seem to be being had. Berger may be in the outfield. I don't know about that. I hope it doesn't get to that. Uh, Friday, how about that game kicking off this uh, weekend? Uh, Michael Kopech was just brilliant. I mean, that's all you can say. Sacks won two, nothing. Kopech retired the first 16 Royals uh, and allowed one hit over a career-high eight innings uh, on the south side. Uh, this was from Scott Merkin. Uh, with 10 strikeouts and no walks, Kopech still faced the minimum uh, 24 hitters. Uh, it was just the 73rd time in ALNL history since 1900 that a team has faced the minimum 27 batters in a nine-inning game despite allowing a hit. The last time the White Sox did it was July 21st, 2004, against Cleveland with Mark Burley tossing nine innings of two-hit baseball. Uh, this was Kopech post game. I was able to find something that clicked tonight, both physically and mentally. The main thing that I talk about with Pedro is being mentally in control out there. I felt like I was able to do that. Uh, mechanical things are always going to be daily tweaks that I can work on, uh, but the mentality has to be something that I can work on away from the park, no matter where I'm at. I'm certainly hoping that I can take this one with me the rest of the season. Uh, first time Kopech uh, recorded an out in the eighth inning of an MLB game. That stat alone, and there's a lot of crazy stats from Friday's outing. Uh, Michael Kopech had some nasty stuff going on. But for me personally, just following this guy's career so closely since he came over from Boston in that Chris Sale trade, First time Michael Kopech recorded an out in the eighth inning of an MLB game. We've been waiting. We've been being so long. We've seen so many different versions of Michael Kopech, uh, you know, especially when he has been healthy over the last several seasons. Can this be? I hope, if anything, it's something to build on. And you're going to say, well, it was against the Royals. Who cares? I mean, we don't make the schedule. The Royals ate our lunch the last time we saw them. And for Kopech, in his previous outing, two, four and two-thirds, six walks, you know, he he was he had an extra day in there. He was living on a little bit longer rest. Uh, but, man, he looked – he just looked unhittable. He looked in complete control. When he talks about being in control physically and mentally, you know, again, I don't know what's going on with him mentally, but obviously he was in the right place. Physically, he was definitely in the right place. Pitching is so much of repeatable motion, repeatable motion. You know, whether you're from the windup, from the stretch, you know, making sure your release point looks almost identical with every pitch you throw. Uh, that's, you know, how you're disguising your pitches. It just, you can't pick it up. You know, a hitter just can't see it coming out of your hand, doesn't know if that's going to be by your arm slot, a fastball, a slider, a changeup, what have you. Um, and it's been the control with Michael Kopech. I mean, he's got the stuff, but, you know, fastballs flying out of the zone, you know, throw, maybe overthrowing at times. The slider's not working. It, it's digging into the dirt. He just doesn't have a feel for pitches sometimes. 
Uh, and that's where I think it gets really frustrated for him because he think he knows it. I could do this. I should do this. I haven't been able to prove it. And I think that starts snowballing for him sometimes, I think, just during during starts that have been difficult. That was awesome to see on Friday. So happy for him. And, and I do hope it's, you know, this is something we can just build on. Again, having your A++ stuff like he had on Friday, not going to happen every start. Not going to happen very often, actually. You have to figure out, well, how can I, how can I pitch? You know, how can I make do with what I have? Uh, what, what I have was working. This is what I'm going to go with. I might have to, you know, make adjustments within at-bats, within games. But hopefully he goes through that video. He looks at what happened. Uh, what went right, and he can build on that. Uh, his line on Friday, eight innings, one hit, zero runs, uh, zero walks, 10 strikeouts. His ERA now sits at 4.83. He threw 98 pitches. Uh, you had those feelings, though, during that game. Like, we could be seeing something pretty magical here uh, until that broken bat hit. Uh, Kopex again, not going to have that kind of stuff every time, but – uh, that is such uh, an important start to build on. Uh, Kendall, Kendall Graveman came in for his third save of the season on Friday. Sox offense, two runs, uh, five hits. Again, they did not have any home runs on Friday. No extra base hits. You had an RBI from Sheets and Romy Gonzalez with a sack fly. Sox were two for four with runners in scoring position. And also, the power was just not there. Offense was really not there on Friday. And we needed one of those starts. We needed, you know, starting pitching to just absolutely shove. And, and Kopech did that. It set the tone for the weekend. White Sox have not played well uh, in Cleveland, uh, but they haven't played in Cleveland yet this season. Uh, and they most likely will have to deal with Jose Ramirez as the three-game series gets underway on Monday. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by So Rare. Our new sponsor, So Rare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace, transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards and there's no cost to play. Uh, plus, the more you win, the more you advance, collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards. Set your lineup and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing today. So as uh, of this recording, the White Sox have not announced a Monday's starter. Uh, there seems to be some speculation that it could be Jesse Schultens. Uh, Schultens pitched in two games uh, this year. Limited action uh, did not start in either of them. Uh, he he came up there. They purchased his contract when uh, the Sox uh, DFA'd Jose Ruiz uh, way back when. Uh, Schultens logged eight innings during spring training, uh, giving up nine hits and three runs. Uh, Schultens was selected by the San Diego Padres in the ninth round of the 2016 draft. 
Uh, he moved his way up the minors with that organization, worked primarily as a starter, uh, but never uh, had got added to the roster. Uh, last year, he made 17 starts and 22 relief appearances in AAA, uh, posting 4.10 ERA in 83 and a third innings. Uh, he struck out 25.4% of batters faced while walking 8.6% and getting grounders on 37.9% of balls in play. He reached free agency at the end of the season and signed a minor league deal with the White Sox. Uh, if it's not Schulten's, uh, then this segment has been a complete waste. But remember, uh, Davis Martin had Tommy John surgery, so it definitely will not be him. Uh, James Fegan of The Athletic had a really good article recently, kind of a depressing article, I guess, about the lack of depth uh, in the farm system for just pitching-wise, uh, in depth in general, but in terms of arms, uh, where we can find help if something were to go wrong with one of our starters, and now it seems like we're facing that situation uh, with Clevenger. There's not a lot of depth there, so uh, we'll see. Maybe it is uh, Jesse Schulten's on Monday. Uh, looks like the White Sox will miss Bieber during this series. However, Jose Ramirez and Josh Naylor will probably be in the lineup uh, for Cleveland. We missed Ramirez during uh, the last stand uh, when we faced Cleveland at home. Missed Naylor for like maybe two and a half games. Uh, I think they'll both be back. They've been playing recently. So Sox just need another strong showing. It's simple as that. Uh, hopefully they can give, uh, if it is Jesse Schulten's, Hopefully the offense can provide uh, some power. You know, Cleveland's offense, you know, aside from Ramirez and uh, Naylor, you know, it's not like Naylor has got amazing numbers, but he just seems to show up against our White Sox in big ways. So uh, other than that, you know, they've got speed. We know this team. We just saw them recently. Haven't seen them in Cleveland. They know their field. They know how to play in Cleveland. Uh, so, hey, three in Cleveland and then four in Detroit. It's exciting, man. It was good to see the Sox sweep. Uh, I'm excited, but there's a lot of work still to do for this White Sox team. And it has to just be one game at a time. Uh, this is such an important stretch. Uh, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. We're on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, GGTB. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and get any questions and comments you might have uh, into LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. Uh, uh, we are due for a mailbag episode for sure. Uh, White Sox take on the Guardians on Monday in Cleveland. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. Hey, everydayers, you know who you are. On the next episode, I will recap Monday's matchup against the Guardians, hopefully uh, talking about four in a row for our White Sox. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.